We're going to rock America. Welcome, everybody. It's another edition of the Sports Hole. I'm your host, Luke. With me, as always, Maddie Goldberg, XFL Jim. Gentlemen, what's happening? What's up, brothers? We're both in bed. I had a weekend of nonstop gambling. Tell me about it. Listen, Jimmy's in bed and I'm in bed. I just want to... Yeah, both of you guys are in bed. I'm just sitting here like a pro at a a proper desk. I wouldn't be being a bitch. But anyway, so first round of March Madness happened. Everyone's talking about that. Yep. My go-to bet is first half unders. So I bet every single first half under. They hit it 59% this year. Pretty good. Pretty happy with how that went. But then I went over to Iowa where there's casinos and shit. And I went to the casinos and uh, I spent all of Saturday and most of Friday night just gambling my face off. Like like table games or, or sports? Table games. Table games. Oh, I, spent, your, what, I, spent, game? I spent literally like three and a half, four hours sitting at one roulette table. So that's your game? You don't like craps? I love craps. I played craps for like three hours too that day. Oh, man. I, I envy you. I was just betting on college basketball and playing poker. You like shouldn't be I lost no, like I did. almost $3,000. Well, I oh, still ain't shit. The beauty about gambling is the gamblers, like, I have a buddy who lost a lot on college basketball. Like, he he hit, he lost like three games in a row, 400 bucks a game or something. And then he was back the next day, like, just back the next day, like it was nothing. So I know you're going to be back, Jimmy. The way I describe it is it's not about that money. It's when, especially when I'm playing roulette. When that yep. dealer spins that ball, when that ball is spinning around that wheel, that's oh. when I feel really alive. Right? Isn't that crazy how we are? It's like my buddy lost the game. Like Duke was, I think, 17 and a half point favorite first game. And it came down. They were up by 18. And it came down to 20 seconds with the bench players. Were they going to put in a bucket or were they just going to dribble it out? And a guy laid it up with no time. Nobody tried to stop him. It swung all that money. And it's just like that moment. I know his, he was, he's alive. <laughs> That's what gambling is all about. Oh, That's what it's about. Boy. Uh, Luke, you're so lucky. You're not like degenerates. Well, it's funny. Cause I was actually at a nice casino, Morongo here in the yeah. uh, Coachella Valley. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, this is how this is how opposite I am of you guys. I actually found a seat at the bar that yeah. did not that that the table game was broken, yeah. so I could just camp out and not even have to gamble on those little video poker things. And uh, I just fucking got plowed. I was drinking gin and tonics and doing shots of Fireball, watching the uh, Memphis Gonzaga game. It was yeah. amazing. Then all my friends were uh, doing roulette and making a shit ton of money. So. You know, I can see the type of guy, Luke, what you do. Like, you play, like, a couple of hands of blackjack. You hit. You double down. You're up, like, 60 bucks. You're like, I'm out. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I used to I used to play. Like, I used to make an income from playing blackjack. I, yeah. would, I would drive when I lived in L.A. I'd drive two hours to either Temecula or uh, Morongo. Mm-hmm. And I would play. And what you do is you just siphon off. And then you go, okay, yep. this is what I'm taking home. Anything beyond that is a bonus. And, uh What's funny is I sustained a lifestyle like that for multiple months. And yep. then one day I just went in there and crashed, and just blew it all thousands of yeah. dollars. And I'm like, I can never come back. 
Sure. And uh, I've not gambled seriously since then. Maybe a few, um, you know, uh, blackjack hands or slots yeah. since then, but nothing, nothing where I was. I like, mean, the truth really about gambling it. is there that most people have no discipline and that's what they get in trouble. Cause like, yeah, you can win a couple of games and you're, you're still burning and you're like, I need more and more and more. There's never like, you know, I try to force myself one big game a day and that's it. Win or lose. So you can fight the next day. But uh, it's a fun. I, I even see with Jimmy's like I blew three grand, but God, it was fucking fun. I see it in his eyes. <laughs> I do it again in a fucking exactly. Heartbeat. I see it in those eyes. <laughs> like it was, you know, we, that's what we do, man. It's, it's a crazy. ride, man. It's Disneyland. You got to treat it like an amusement park. Like I'm not walking back out with this, but if I do, I'm going to have a good time. And either way, I'm going to have a good time. So, you know, yeah, it's all about the juice, man. It's all it's about, all the, about juice, the juice, as it's Jimmy Conn would say. Oh, I mean, the gambler of the original was so good because it, it it shows that he wins big game. He's got some money. He takes his lady out. They have a great time and he needs more, 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 more. Hell oh, he's just like sitting in the bathtub, listening to the game on the radio, smoking oh, cigarettes. Such, like such a just great movie. fucking what a lifestyle, man. Just exactly. Living it to the fullest. So what were you guys uh, some of your favorite moments over the past weekend? I know we're getting we're already basically ready to well, start the, the games, next week but just quickly yeah okay the games were great there was so much parody i i found the trend that i saw which i was able to win a gambling i was noticing that the lower seeds were playing with house money and just fucking going for it and the, a lot of the higher seeds were playing absolutely tight playing not to lose so there were so many upsets and this year there's really not much a difference between the two three seeds and like the seven you know, the, the higher seats. So we got a lot of upsets. We had two number ones on the ropes. We had a number one out. I mean, it was pretty wild. There wasn't a buzzer beater. And then we have Doug from St. Peter's who <laughs> every year there seems to be a guy that doesn't look like a basketball player that becomes a folk hero. Last year was the guy on Chicago, Illinois with the mustache that had like a bear belly. Remember him yep. last year? Yeah, he looked. Yeah, I don't looked remember. Like, he was like name. the center. He looked like Jokic, yeah. kind of. So this year it's Doug, because like, what is Doug? Doug, I don't even know what he looks like. I mean, I can't. Doug, even uh, like Doug got an nil deal with Buffalo. He Wild sure Wild. did. He sure fucking did. So he's living the life, and it's like, who is that guy, Doug, in college? Like, if you saw Doug at a party, who would you assume he was? Definitely not on the basketball team, right? Yeah, maybe this is a. This is a, what Maddie and I were discussing before Jim hopped on. This is what I call the magical white guy trope. So yeah. in movies, bad bad writers have a tendency to write the magical Negro trope, where yeah. a, like Legend of Beggar Vance and stuff like that. Sure. These magical black people, but yeah. in college basketball, there is a magical white guy that emerges every year. <laughs> every like year. almost every team, you got to have one. Well, you he's the only one. white guy on his team, and he just. It's not only that he's white, like there's basketball, like you see, like uh, uh, North Carolina, where they had like Tyler Hansborough, like he still looked like a jock, right? He might have been a villain, but he was a jock, yeah. Like, Doug doesn't look like a jock, Doug, Doug just looks like a dude that likes to party, or like you see in like, like you just see him around, you know, like he's in your dorm, you know, and you're like, yo, Doug, you want to smoke see, a bowl? Like- when you're at the party, he's on the patio smoking Marlboro Reds and have just like sipping on Bud Heavies. Yeah, who's the guy on North Carolina 
that uh, this guy looks like Jim would tell oh, him to get a haircut yeah, or something. He would, like, he yeah, he transferred from Oklahoma. I mean, he drains threes. He's a good player, yeah. and they're in good shape because I think the UCLA's star players hurt, and they're not going to win without that guy. So North Carolina is making a sick run, and uh, yeah, he it's a new thing with white guys now. It's like the mountain man look. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah, Drew Timmy. Uh, Drew Timmy wants to be a mountain man, but just can only commit to the mustache. I'll By the way, did we have the show last year during March Madness? No, no, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. You know what I discovered last year too is that yeah. uh, Matt Timmy's dad went to my high school, and I he was a few years older than me. I, he was he was an awesome player in Muskegon, Michigan. That. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I uh, I didn't discover that till late in their run last year too. It was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I mean it's been great. I can't wait for tomorrow, and I I gained a lot of respect for Drew Timmy. Like they were on the ropes, and he refused to let Gonzaga lose. And I mean I, I'm not you know I'm not a big fan of Holmgren, but Drew Timmy is tr- maybe making a chance to go to the NBA. I don't know. Maybe he could be the next Frank Kaminsky. But he's gonna take a chance on him and regret it. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, he could. I could see him as like a two-way kind of player. You know, even he undrafted, could a, he could give a team like ten you, minutes. You could go on a team like he could go on a team like the Warriors, right? Yeah, where, be a role guy. where you could you're a center, but you can run the floor, you can shoot yep. threes. You know, that's all they need from him. So. All you need for him is like ten minutes. Like he's a body. He's yeah. like a warm, fresh, big body. But he's been he's been great. That's Jim's and, nickname, by the way. And, I, and probably the game of the week was Arizona TCU, and that was the last game, and that was a fucking hell of that a That was game. amazing. That also yeah. uh, led us to our biggest controversy of the weekend, Tittygate. Yeah. Tittygate. Have you seen that, Jim? I uh, So you, you put the link to it in uh, in the spreadsheet, in the article, yeah. the, our freaking document. So I checked it out, and it was like, yeah, little Tittygate action. So the player, what's what's this guy's name? Benedict uh, Mathurin, who uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly, but this dude balled out that game too. So yeah. he's running off the court and he's kind of got his head down. He just puts his hand out like he's heading for a high five and he just slaps this cheerleader's tit from TCU. And well, there's controversy whether he actually hit it or not. I think he did. Um, but it looks so natural. Like you're just like when you're going through the tunnel and you got your hand up to high five people, that's what it looked like. So he's either a great actor or, um, just didn't know, just didn't know what was going on. I don't think there's enough evidence to get him in trouble. I don't, I think it's an accident. Uh, it would be really weird to do that. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. I'm just going to say he was just like, high from the game and running out with his hands up and by accident, you know, it happens. It's, it's a lot. The, Jim, the how do you feel Billy, about that? I feel like you've probably done a move like this before. Well, that happened so, to Billy Madison. It's a very patented move where you just kind yeah. of like have your arms out. It's like the, what was it? The Simpsons thing where you're just running your arms in a circle. You just have them out yep. all the time with your hand, like unclasped and whatnot, just ready to grab a titty. Okay. And then you just be like, Oh, sorry. I was just in the moment. It works. Yeah. He didn't ask her to play Tune in Tokyo. Do you know what that is? I could imagine what that that is. is. Tune in Tokyo, which if you check out the initials, you ask a girl to, you say it's World War II. You ask a girl to stand up, then put her hands up like antennas, and then you tune in Tokyo. (laughs) 
Thank you, Maddie. See, that would be a problem. Then I would say that's a suspension. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe there's more to the video than that. You know, he ran back out onto the court. And, uh, so next yeah. time, I mean, Luke's a married man, but, you know, Jim, if you ever with a lady again, you want to impress her, say, let's play Tuna in Tokyo. Okay. It works. I'm telling you. It will get a laugh. I've done it before. I've asked the girl to do that, and she died laughing. So it, it works. Oh, boy. All right. Anything else? Uh, what about heading into this weekend? What are you looking forward to? We're starting tomorrow. Gosh, these Thursday. games are so evenly matched. Like, I was looking at, like, you know, I was able to find some spreads, and you can ask my brother-in-law. He's a witness because I made him some money. I hit Miami over Auburn. I hit Notre Dame money line over Alabama. I was running hot. I hit a parlay, St. Mary's and uh, Murray State money line, parlayed in first round. I was kicking butt. And now I'm looking at these games, and I am fucking confused as hell right now. I am absolutely flummoxed. Because I can't see. It's so hard to, you know, sometimes a line just like, when I saw Miami was getting seven points, and they're a fucking great team. And, and Auburn looked, you know, Auburn struggled a little in the first round. And I'm like, this is a last minute game. Like you just jump on that, you know, or you see like how hot Notre Dame was coming into the first round and Alabama was very overrated. You just, it just pops out. But these games right here, nothing really pops out and let, you know, the only game that pops out is uh, I would take North Carolina over UCLA if that kid isn't playing. And I kind of like Duke minus one over uh, Texas Tech. I mean, it's a pick-me game. I mean, you're basically getting Dick. I mean, a Dick uh, for Freudian Texas Tech there. has had, you know, very, very good, good team notes. You know? Very and good they, team. They play yeah. tough. I, know, I feel like Texas Tech is just one of those teams that gets super hot come tournament time. Yeah. Well, well I think when you coach. When you play that, like they, you play a good style of defense and stuff too, it, it really frustrates the younger opponents. You know? sure. They don't know how to cope and adjust. You know what game I like? I like Miami over Iowa State. I feel like Iowa State has had a very easy draw, and they got lucky that they caught two teams that weren't very good. And Miami is is a hell of a team. They're only getting two and a half points. Yeah, that's so, like the highest-seeded matchup, too. It's a 10 and 11. Yeah. So, and uh, of course, if it, was, if it was like if Auburn had beaten Miami and Iowa State was going up against Auburn, I might favor them there. But I think against Miami, I, I would take Miami too. Also, St. Peter's is a 12 and a half point dog against Purdue. They're the Cinderella. Give me, give me the cover. The conference. Purdue doesn't cover. Give me the cover for say St. Peter's. Yeah, I think St. Peter's loses by seven or eight. I think they hang in there. I, think I so mean, too. They, did, they did beat Kentucky. I mean, they got to be a good team. They beat Kentucky. So I think Kansas will be Providence. I think that line is tough because they went by six or eight points there. Uh, the line is perfect. And I, I just somehow think North Carolina is going to stay hot, especially if that kid's not playing. But these are all really tough games for sure. It's been a, it's been a really – I'm sure the NCAA is happy of all the parity, all the lower seeds winning. Uh you know, your Wolverines are in there. Yeah. They had a hell of a weekend. And again, up, that's man. a team that, like I said, some of these teams, like everybody goes, they don't belong there. So if you're like, I don't belong there, you can play with house money. 
you yeah. can put you can play like you don't give a fuck well it's like a team that's had talent but never uh had an yeah. identity and maybe all the you know the conflict they had at the end of the season really brought them together with uh, Jawan being out for I five think games. so and yeah, they just stepped it up. And I think, I think not having um, the pressure of being a, a one seed like they were last year yep. might add to, you know, help propel them just a much looser play. Villanova though. I mean, Jay Wright might be very the, good. Jay Wright might be the best coach in the country though. He's, you know, he's I, fantastic. I actually think, you know, so. he's the best coach in my opinion, Chris Beard. And I think Texas, you know, they lost, but they're going to build a hell of a program. And yes, Jay Wright is great. Uh, I think Jay Wright might be a little better. Um, well, they're both great. Don't know that about it. Uh, you can't mumble feeling? when you've got a shitty phone connection. How's your buddy feeling about Arkansas there, Jimmy? What was that? How's your buddy feeling about Arkansas? He's feeling pretty good. They've been playing close games, man. Yeah, I like the over in that, though. I like the under because Arkansas hasn't scored. I mean, their scores are so low. They're only due. It's due. The over is well, due. Well, due. Wow. I also like we were so high in Iowa, and I watched the Iowa game, and I was so disappointed. In, but oh, God, don't you were watching, you were watching a team absolutely melt. Like Ugh. Richmond didn't beat them. Richmond's not even good. Richmond then got smoked by Rhode Island or Providence. They just had. They were. They just were like, you just watch them melt. Like they couldn't function, and that's what the tournament does sometimes. Certain teams that are good, they just fucking melt and. That's why these lower seeds are doing good because they they have the attitude of like we're you know we're not supposed to win so we might as well just fucking wing it. Yeah, I think this is the round where Gonzaga starts to struggle too. I think well, so they struggled too. last game. I mean, they were on the ropes. If it wasn't right. for your well, boy, the, the thing with the Memphis team though is they're like one of those blue chipper teams where they got yeah. a lot of great players, but they're so young they don't really sure. pull it together till the end of the year. So they'll, mm-hmm. they'll be retooling again next year when, you know, three of those guys go pro, but, but yeah, our, yeah. I mean, Gonzaga's like, it's so funny. They just cruise through the whole regular season. Yep. And then it's like tournament first round or two, maybe fast, but yeah, they're uh, it'll be interesting to see how they uh, progress going forward. They got a, a lot of talent, but uh, not sure if they can uh, take it all the way like they did last year up to the national championship game. Oh, all right. Urban Meyer article. Anybody read that? You know, I tried to find a freaking paywall. Welcome to the athletic, Maddie. I mean, yeah. you're gonna come out with that fire, but what is it like? He didn't know who Aaron Donald was. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, that 99's he's gonna be tough. He's gonna be a tough guy for us, tough matchup. Yeah. Like he didn't even refer to him as Aaron Donald. He's like that 99. You know, like yeah, but they always do that. That that's like when they do Brady to like number 12, like, you know, number no, 12. no, 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 they, they wouldn't, he, they pointed out, he didn't know a lot of the players, a lot of there was like, players. there was like six well-known players. He just had no idea. I kind of like, I like that. It sort of makes me like urban a little more because it's like, he's such a college guy. He's yeah. just pure college. And well, just whatever's in front of him for a know. long time. I think he's out for a long time. I mean, he's he's become public enemy number one. Like everybody just wants to shit on him and find dirt on him, you know. And rightfully so. I mean, 
you know, the, the way that I heard he talks about his assistant coaches, his players, it's like, what did, how did he expect to succeed? I mean, how did he succeed all these years? Because he probably was doing that for years, right? Well, this was, you know, a lot of his success came before the transfer portal was a, an easy thing to do. Um, and so he just basically like, you're here. If I have your whole career in my fucking hands, yeah, you know, and I'm going to talk to you the way I want to talk to you. And you're going to do whatever the fuck I say. Otherwise you're going to be cleaning up at the end of, you know, a shift at Arby's for the rest of your life. And that's basically how he talked to him and he could get away with it because he had the keys to their future. So yeah, he's uh, kind of a piece of shit, and he was a way to able to get away with it. But it's it's just so funny how ignorant he was of you know professional conduct and professional it players. It, yeah. It's like he just thought it was just the same league, or he could just it was not even just the same league, but the same era in like college football. And it's not only it's a different era in football; it, it's a different league. It's the NFL, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, like a lot of these people are already richer than you you know and yeah it was just amazing that this guy just didn't know shit about what the fuck he was supposed to do all right maddie where are you where'd you go it makes I'm the just, hire just that much more uh, i went to the laundry room to get uh sweatpants and uh, underpants but you couldn't wait for the show to be over well no i was washing them and then he just finished and then i'm you know I'm... <laughs> But I'm done with that right now. Jesus I'm locking Christ. it up. All right. Well, thank Yeah, let us know. Um, lots of great right. NFL news. Yep. What, what are you guys most excited about? Matt Ryan to the Colts? Yes. Uh, no. Carson Wentz to the, 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 the commander still. What's that? Jim, Jim, Jim. Oh, yeah. Wentz. There you go. That I mean, that's objectively my favorite is what the Dolphins have been doing. Yeah, getting Tyree Hill is a blast. I mean, do you, they gave up a lot for him though? I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't care. They're in, win mode. Yeah. they're in win now mode. I can see that. Yeah, they're definitely. Uh, everybody wants to be the Rams now. Just throw all your draft picks out for. Well, my uh, question is, why did the Chiefs trade him? Is there any red flags there? I mean, he he wanted like, a lot of more money. Well, they, uh, from what I've heard from my Chiefs friends and whatnot, it sounded like the Chiefs were willing to offer him the highest paid, make him the highest paid wide receiver of all time. It wasn't good and enough. then there was a little bit of like a snagging issue with them bringing on uh, Juju Smith-Schuster that Tyree Hill didn't like. Because he does uh, TikToks. He wants to do TikToks with Jackson Mahomes, be the greatest. <laughs> That's the word on the street. They want to collaborate. I believe that. Jackson Holmes to Miami as well. Yeah. Ooh. Let's go. But I mean, he's a, he is a hell of a player. I know, like, he, he gets on fights in the sidelines with his own teammates. He can kind of be a little of a diva, but like, look, don't forget, man, he also like beat a pregnant woman. Yeah. Well, Come on, I mean, they want it, us to forget it's, that. It's, it's crazy because, like, you know, you got Deshaun Watson. We're all going to forget about, you know, the 22 accusations and, the fingers in the butthole and all that stuff. I won't think I won't forget about the fingers in the butthole. Okay, I, somebody needs to make a big foam finger at, yeah. for those games, you know, like if the Browns are your it, what's funny too, it's the Browns, right? I was about to so say you that get a big brown 
but just the brown is just at the end of that big foam finger, you know. What like are you implying? What are you implying is on the finger? Shit, because Deshaun was always asking for uh, women I, to I, shove I, their I, uh, fingers I, up I, his ass. I know, I know, I know. I like it because he would be like, "Get in there, don't be afraid." Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look, man, the the fish got him. Uh, you know, I, I feel for Baker Mayfield. It's weird that he's got all these endorsements. He doesn't have a team. Luke, would you accept him in the USFL if you wanted to join? I would accept him. The question is, would Jim accept him? Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Would he immediately be the best quarterback in the USFL? Of all Maybe time? Second. Maybe second behind Shea Patterson. That's right. Yeah, Shea might be able to beat him out. Of all time is Steve Young. I mean, we oh, had a USFL one. Steve Young, Jim Kelly, Bobby Hebert. Yeah, there was there were some gunslingers, Doug Flutie. Total uh, there's, ballers. There were some decent quarterbacks there. Okay, sure. so do, do, seriously though, is that do we, do we think Deshaun puts the Browns over the top here? Can they? Uh, I think go all they're the going to be good. I mean, I think they'll be a playoff team. I mean, it's going to be a tough division. You still have Cincinnati. You still have Baltimore. Uh, Pittsburgh probably takes a little step back if Mitch Trubisky doesn't come through. And I think they're going to give Mitch Trubisky a shot. Um, yeah, I don't put him like up there with the Raiders or the Chiefs or the Chargers or the Bengals, but I do see them as like getting that last playoff spot and being a very competitive team. I mean, he I is a magical say, like, player. They got to be a playoff team with him. Otherwise, why do you trade Baker? Because Baker yeah. uninjured got you to the playoffs. You know, Amari Cooper is going to help. They can use another wide receiver. I mean, like, getting back to the Dolphins, I mean, look what they got. They got Waddle and Tyreek Hill, which is pretty sick, and it's better than Amari Cooper, and I, I think it's Donovan Peoples-Jones now would be the second-best receiver. Like, I'll take I'll take uh, Waddle and Tyreek Hill over that, over most any team. So, the Browns still, you know, they're going to rely on the run. They got two great running backs. They got a good offensive line. They got a solid D. I just don't know if they're up there with the Bills – the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Raiders. I think they're like a tier below them. All right. All right. And uh, so, yeah, the uh, the landing spots for quarterbacks are getting slimmer and slimmer. So you have people like Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G that probably need to be traded. And we don't know where they're going to go because all these places are uh, getting filled up. And they're kind of in like a weird limbo spot. I can't think. I was I was trying to think about this with coworkers today. Like, where the hell does someone like Baker go? Even yeah, I heard Pittsburgh might be interested, even though they just signed Trubisky. Um, I don't yeah, Jimmy, G, Jimmy G just got a fucking Subway commercial. That's right, where he plays up his Italian heritage. I want to try that sandwich. I bet yeah. you do. And they're like, let's get an Italian guy. Even though he's not very good, he's still hot and he can sell sandwiches. That's yeah. What's, I uh, mean, Jimmy G is a handsome man. Uh, let's, 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 yeah. let's call it what it is. Well, he would he would you know he might fill fit very well right next to Matt Rule's handsome face Ooh. in Carolina. Matt Rule, yeah, yeah. Carolina still has an opening. Yeah, they've but been they've the, been trying to maneuver too. They were they keep know, striking out quite hard. Yeah, they keep they keep. Well, they don't have very much to give, do they? No, they really don't. Plus, they're realizing like, yeah, Christian McCaffrey's great, but he doesn't equal wins. Like a good running back, except for Derrick Henry, 
does not equal wins. And it's like, you can have him. He can play great for eight games. He's going to be hurt for the rest of the season. You really need a quarterback. It's a quarterback league. And they're, they're certainly missing one. I mean, maybe the best thing to do is completely tank this year. Although Kenny Pickett is talking a big game. He's talking like he said, like, you know, because the Steelers passed on Dan Marino 40 years ago. And he's like, hey, don't make that mistake again. That's what he's putting out there. And that is ballsy. That is like big fucking big Johnson putting his right quarterbacks the- talk themselves into higher draft picks. Remember when Baker Mayfield was not very high up on the chart and oh, yeah. he just goes from show to show to show yep. talking. And next thing you know, he's the number one guy. Well, he also oh. had like a historic college football season that year. Yeah, but still people were not high on him as a, a pro originally. So that's true. Cause he like, that was the year where it just started setting off. Like he broke every record, basically. He did. He did kind of let it be known, like, "Hey, man, do not pass up on me. You will regret it." And he somehow sold people on it. It, it happens, you know. Guys, like, hey, you know, it's like uh, Johnny Football was the same way, kind of. You know, I mean, he moved up because he somehow convinced people he was not. Oh, he was like texting uh, the, the Browns owner. Yeah, go. Let's set this fucking league on fire or something. Yeah, let's go win some championships. Yeah, and we all know how that ended. Uh, what other moves are you guys uh, interested to see how they turn out? You th- so, Maddie, you kept touting uh, Mariota was going to get a second chance, and it looks like he's going to get that with the Falcons. Oh yeah, so I like the I, I like that Matt Ryan got freed. I not necessarily think it will end up like it's Matt Stafford, a Hollywood ending in L.A., but. They're, they're better, too, and, and Matt Ryan is very good. He's in a great spot. He's got a great team with a great running back. I mean, it's a great situation. And then the Falcons are like, you know, Marcus Mariota, that's like putting a Band-Aid on a problem. Yeah. That's almost like we're going to tank and try to really get some draft picks, unfortunately. Oh, so you don't have any faith in Marcus Mariota. You're just – Not really. I mean <laughs> – Okay. I, I don't think I thought so. you were. I thought you were all happy. Like he's going to get his chance, and you're like, yeah. He's no, I mean, look, sucks, what he did with the Raiders was great because they they put him in little spots where he could do some little running plays, and every time he had a play, he was great. But I don't believe in him. You know, every down as a passing quarterback, I don't. I think he already had his chance, and it didn't go well. So, by the way, you're watching me get ready. Yeah, Maddie's giving us a tour of his home while he's putting doing water this. Water on my face. There we go. Then you're water on his face. Jay. You're gonna see me putting uh, big fat sweatpants joint. on. And, yeah, uh, my best clothes. My uh, my favorite moves. My favorite move so far, besides the Dolphins' moves, has been that the Saints kept Jameis because I yeah. am so excited to see Jameis Winston play next year. He's yeah, we've safety. not had a full healthy season of Jameis yet, so no, uh, we're with the Saints at least, so. I want it so bad. That'll be fun. Everybody wants to see that guy. It's uh, he's a blast. He's 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 infectious. His videos are very funny. Like him doing his footwork stuff is great. Amazing. Yeah. Also, with like with Tyreek Hill leaving the uh, the Chiefs, how do you guys rate the Chiefs in that division as a whole team? Well, they, I think the Raiders and the Chargers might have passed them. I, I mean, the Raiders made the best moves on the offseason. If Josh McDaniels can coach, I put him the best team right now. I think 
the Chiefs have a little doubt in their mind. Like they're the last two seasons, I think a lot of doubt has creeped out that even like their little window might be closing a little. We thought Pat Mahomes was just going to win 10 Super Bowls in a row. And now it's like, you know, maybe they're just lucky to get one. Yeah. Well, he looked, I mean, he looked so invincible that year. They, they actually won it. Yeah. He was just, and you'd think like he could do that every year with no matter the players around him. But as we've seen the last couple of years with the diminishing returns that that's not the case. And he definitely needs more people around him. And so to take away your number one playmaker who, by the way, can, can blow, you know, can blow a defense up just with his speed. Absolutely. Um, Can't take anything away from him on the field. Yeah, it's, it, we'll see. I, I yeah, I don't, I don't have as much faith in, in them. I'm excited anymore. to see what they do in the draft. I think there's a couple of really good wide receivers uh, spread sprinkled throughout. Who are, who, who do you think, who do you think could, like, will be available for them? It's, it's the being available that's the tough part. I, if, if I were the Chiefs, I, if you can try and trade up for that Arkansas kid, I think he's, yeah, he's probably great. the best receiver in the entire class. Wow. All right. We'll see. Jim, I, uh, I had some uh, uh, notices that the USFL has got some funny rules I was not aware of. Yeah. They when, just when does this league start and what are the rules we should be aware of when it does start? It just announced all the rules and whatnot today. So it starts April 16th, Easter weekend. It's like three I, weeks away. I know it's actually bananas because I think players just showed up to Birmingham like today. Um, and then a lot, a lot of their rules are kind of, uh, you'll see like variations of what the XFL did. So you can go for three points. Their, their PAT system is you can kick a normal PAT for one. Mm-hmm. Do a two-point conversion like normal for two, and then scoop back to I believe the twelve-yard line or something like that for a three-point play. Wow! See, the three-point play is cool because two points sometimes you know it's if you pass it, the defense can guard the whole end zone. Yeah, but twelve yards, you have more space to do more interesting stuff. I like that move. And then for onside kicks, in lieu of an onside kick, they're just doing what the AAF did and doing a fourth and 12 from, I believe, your own uh, like 20-yard line or something like that. That's pretty cool, too. Oh, okay. Wow. I do yeah. love an onside kick. It's just they've made it so hard to recover. The rules are so against it's, you. It's pretty wild. And then um, pass interference was, the other, was another big one. Their pass interference rule is – if it's anything under 15 yards, it's a spot foul. Or if it's egregious, like if a player tackles uh, a receiver, yeah. it's a spot foul. Otherwise, it's just a 15-yard penalty. I That's like good. that. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like it like, too. It makes it a little bit more of a judgment call, but I, I like the move. And then they're doing what the XFL did. They're allowing two forward passes as long as the first pass is behind the line of scrimmage. Okay. That's not bad. That's wow. That's going to be wild. So they're doing that. The XFL did that, and it was super fun. It really only came into effect realistically one time. Two, technically, because the defenders did it, but it was a pitch that counts as a pass. Sure. Um, Landry Jones for the Renegades actually threw a ball. It reflected off someone's helmet, and then he threw it again. The double forward pass. <laughs> Love it. And then um, I think they're just doing some timing rules that within two minutes – 
every first down is just an automatic clock stoppage. Every first down is an automatic clock stoppage. Okay. So it's like it's like someone clocked the ball if the team get the first down. Right. It's sort of like what the XFL did where every play within two minutes gets like a pause, uh, a five-second pause, uh, or, yeah, pause. It's just like a comeback mechanic. Yeah, that's nuts. Did you guys know LeBron is leading the NBA in scoring again? He's an awesome player. It's just fucking Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) He's 37. He's 37. He is the real deal, like. You know what's amazing about him? When he was 16, they're like, this is the next best thing since sliced bread. And you know what? How many guys have not lived up to the hype? He's lived up to the hype and more, so more power to him. It's just his team is not very good, but, I mean, he is a hell of an attraction. Yeah, he's a fantastic uh, player. Yeah. Uh, Jim, how do you feel? Does LeBron give you a headache? He's he's old and fuck god damn it i mean it's he's fun to watch when he's playing like at this <laughs> watch yeah i mean the, the i mean the combination between his just pure size and athleticism along with basketball uh iq is just insane and i'm not sure when we'll ever sort of see another player it's like this again it's nuts maddie where are you at now mind. he's so fucking old and still doing it does he annoy you you like new shiny things don't you Sorry, I'm peeing, so I didn't want you guys to hear my pee strength. Or, like, be like, this I, guy. I can pee. hear your pee, Maddie. It's like tinkling out because I'm forcing myself to pee. I, I you, have you, when's the last time you got a prostate exam? Never. Well, I Dude, think it's time, Maddie. You're at that age. Because it's time time it shouldn't it be like dribbling out like that yet. You're a little no, young. No, no it, it's only dribbling out because I'm forcing myself to pee because I don't like to be stuck in a car and, like, have to pee. How long is the ride, Maddie? 15 minutes. You're afraid to be wow. stuck in a 15 minute ride and have trust, to pee. Trust me, anytime you want to hear my pee, I'll I'll pee for you and you'll be like, wow, that is a strong piss strength. Strong pee there. Oh, bragging about his piss strength. Okay. Yeah. At one time oh. actually someone referred to my uh my piss, how hard I piss as uh imagine like fried oil, like the fryer when you dip uh you dip the fries in that sound. That, that means That's you're amazing. healthy, of course. Damn yeah, right. I mean, if you piss like a horse, you're you're healthy as a horse. Apparently, I don't know. Now I'm doing my other thing. I'm gonna about to smoke a little pot. All go. right, that's cool. You're 15. Yeah. You guys think LeBron smokes pot, or is he like? Of he, course he, he does. He says or he drinks every night. I was gonna say, or is he strictly like a wine guy? No, he's yeah, like he said wine. he goes home every night, and if he's in LA, he'll he'll have wine or tequila and play Xbox. That's his oh, post game ritual. I believe that. Yeah, I think that's cool. Maddie's sparking up a, a J right now. Oh, shit. They're saying it's ha- three minutes away. What happened, Maddie? My ride is three minutes away. Okay, that anything else it. you want to touch on while you're smoking a J and closing out this show? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I, I was saying I wanted to talk about, but I totally forgot. Oh, that's hilarious. Cheech I was so Chung. excited to talk Cheech about and Chung it. over here. Let me try to remember it, but pot gives me loses my short term memory. The half a puff. Yeah. It's hard oh, to get get out of this. Hit me so hard. All right, this is. I'll tell you. I'll tell you something exciting coming up in my life. I'm gonna go to Mongolian Grill here in like two days. 
Yeah, the, demolish Mongolian. What's your grill. favorite? You, you hit that Mongolian beef. What is going on at Mongolian Grill? I do everything. It's so it's like you just it's you fill up your own bowl with like meat and veggies and whatnot, and you add all your sauces, and you get to watch them do it on those circle stone grills. That's Sick. amazing. I love those. Uh, amazing. I hey, did any of you guys watch the uh, Creighton game over the weekend? Uh, the Creighton Kansas yeah. game. Yeah. Both. I watched that in a casino in Iowa with a bunch of crazy kids. Well, you probably didn't hear, but I swear to God, the announcers kept calling them Cretan. And yeah, it was, you hear that sometimes. With people it was fucking it. with me the whole time. I go, there's no way this should be pronounced Cretan. No, you um, should call it. Uh, I've heard it. I've heard people call them the Michael Crichtons. That's funny. I would accept that. But Cretan, I'm like, because it sounds like maybe you could pronounce it like that. And maybe I've never really heard their name pronounced a lot. And it was like, it was one of those Mandela effect type things. Like, is that really what? If I've been pronouncing it wrong the whole time? In that announcer's timeline, up until that moment, it was Cretan. That's right. Okay. Now he looks like he's going to his first day of school. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I can't find my goddamn keys. (laughs) <laughs> where, the fuck out? where are my keys look at him where are people like gonna going to school. break in and steal your sweatpants Amazing. Hey, I, have, I have the finest sweatpants so now we're in that POV like, shot oh this girl keeps texting me like different times in the car is the car here? No, eight minutes away. My bad. Okay, I will watch. Making for great wow. entertainment right here, guys. It's beautiful. This is beautiful entertainment. If you made it this far into the show, this is your reward. I get to watch Jackass today. So you movie? You watching the new one? Yeah. Oh, I That's... won $500 in a poker tournament Friday night. It was glorious. Oh, I'm, getting a, I'm getting a phone call now, so I got to go. All right. Oh, fuck shit. you, guys. Lady, this has been a great lady? show. This was awesome. This was a fun one. <laughs> so I apologize to the, to the loyal listeners. This was not our finest day. I, I assure That's you. That's literally the only listeners we have left are the loyal listeners. So thank I you. I assure you next week is so much better. <laughs> All your money back. All right, everybody, have a great week uh, and uh, have fun watching March Madness. We'll talk about all the games go next Doug, week. Go Doug. Later.